0: Welcome to Chapter One of HealthSystemsCIO.com's interview with Catherine Marchesini, Chief Privacy Officer at ONC. In this segment, we talk about ONC's core function to inspire confidence and trust in health IT, the many platforms it offers for feedback to ensure all stakeholders have a voice, and what it hopes to accomplish through the Trusted Exchange Framework. Hi, Catherine. Thanks so much for taking some time to speak with Health Systems CIO today. Happy to, Kate. Thanks again for having me. So as a Chief Privacy Officer, can you give uh, an overview, high-level overview, of what your role is? Uh, Much of what I
1: focus on deals with looking at privacy and security issues at the intersection of accessing, using, maintaining, and sharing electronic health information, (laughs) particularly those issues that are germane to health IT and emerging technology as it's being developed as well as implemented, and making sure that the electronic health information is securely available through the health care infrastructure to improve the health and care of all Americans in their communities as well as in support of the HHS Department's mission to enhance and protect the health and well-being of all Americans. I'm also working to uh, to encourage ONC to continue inspiring confidence and trust in health IT and electronic health information Mm. exchange as the healthcare infrastructure evolves. In a way, I would say I serve as a constant voice of privacy and security and helping to make sure that as ONC is making policy and technical decisions impacting the privacy and security of health information across the healthcare system, particularly as they relate to supporting the relevant statutory activities outlined in the 21st Century Cures Act of 2016, right. you know, with the effort to, to help modernize and personalize health care to continue improving individuals' access to their electronic health information as well as Encouraging greater innovation, support research, and streamline the overall health system. And lastly, I would say as part of my role, I, I coordinate closely with the HHS Office for Civil Rights, which, as you probably are aware and your listeners, um, the federal entity that is in charge of administering and enforcing the HIPAA rules, as well as other divisions of HHS. Federal partners and other industry efforts that are working to modernize the health IT infrastructure, making sure you know, that there's support for accessing, sharing, and using electronic health information from a multitude of sources from a, for a variety of purposes while you know, making sure that there's a coordinated approach to privacy and security, particularly as it relates to identifiable electronic health information, and making sure that you know, we're working to address areas of stakeholder uncertainty, perceived barriers to digital health, as well as um, working to enhance the nation's health IT infrastructure.
0: Okay, so just, just a few little tasks there. <laughs> just a few. <laughs> And when you talk about working with with ONC to be kind of that voice of of privacy and security, who are some of the people that you communicate with uh, on the provider side or, you know, how do you really get to understand uh, what they're working on and what's most important to them?
1: I would say um, much of, I guess, as part of the 21st Century Cures Act, ONC has, had some initial conversations and listening sessions through various stakeholders, including healthcare providers, industry groups that represent healthcare providers, um, as well as ONC is is very public facing, and to the extent that a particular group is interested in meeting with ONC, um, ONC is always willing to you know hear um, from various stakeholders, including healthcare providers. In addition, ONC has a health IT feedback form that is available on healthit.gov. So, oftentimes, individuals, groups, healthcare providers, health IT developers, patients, consumers, as well as those, their advocacy organizations often reach out through that uh, mechanism, particularly around issues they may be facing related to health IT, particularly around information blocking and, and other issues. And then, lastly, ONC, as you may know, has a Federal Advisory Committee. It's referred to as HITECH, Health Information Technology Advisory Committee. And that is a a public conversation group that is made up of healthcare providers, other members of industry, um, as well as consumer and patient advocates, organizations, and representatives. So when there are particular issues that ONC is interested in hearing from those various groups, those conversations are having, happening in a public forum, and if folks are interested in learning more about that, that information is available as well on healthit.gov, and there's a particular area about their FACA organization.
0: Okay. And that's a really good point to bring in advocates, vendors, and consumers as, as well, because it's important to get all of those uh, viewpoints.
1: Absolutely, because everyone is, you know, has a different perspective and a different experience.
0: Okay. Now, a few months ago, uh, ONC released a draft of the the trusted exchange framework. And and can you talk a little bit about that and, and really, you know, what it was aiming to do? Happy to, Kate. So
1: through the 21st Century Cures Act, Congress asked ONC to develop a trusted exchange framework Often, you know, we've been referring to it as TEF, T-E-F for short, um, to address the issues with the interoperable flow of health information across disparate networks and alignment and gaps related to enabling trusted exchange nationally. So, as you mentioned, in the draft framework that we released releasing early this year ONC is attempting to create a single on-ramp to interoperability for all, inclusive of proposing baseline privacy and security practices in place for organizations that are sharing electronic health information. And ONC tried to identify and focus on areas where industry could not agree or, or there was a need for ONC to make a decision. Through the draft trusted exchange framework, ONC asks the health IT community as well as stakeholders to tell ONC what they think about the components of the draft. And part of the Trusted Exchange Framework, so ONC gathered industry feedback as well as through the public comment period, ONC is now reviewing the more than 200 comments that were received. Mm -hmm. And and some of the concerns that were raised in the comments included whether there would be enough interest in organizations to become qualified health information networks, Mm -hmm. what the role of... Of existing regional health information networks would be, and the establishment of, of the vision ONC has outlined regarding an, a regional coordinating entity, or RCE. Just to add, I mean, we received comments from a number of existing regional health information exchanges that expressed their support of the draft Trusted Exchange Framework from what we've been able to see, that they felt that the proposal um, could enhance their current business and even expand their efforts to include community and social services as well as behavioral health. You know, with that, you know, we understand that there's some difficulties required in meeting the infrastructure needs to scale interoperability for the entire nation, but, you know, we expect that many will meet that challenge. And just overall, at, at a very high level, the Drive Trusted Exchange framework really was developed to help address the interoperability of health information in the 75% of states where information does not freely flow where and when it's needed most by the patients and their providers.
0: And one of the uh, the issues that comes up, and, and you've already alluded to it, is data blocking, which which has really become kind of a divisive issue in, in the industry and. I imagine that it's really challenging to try to create a rule that defines it. Um, I, I can imagine that that's, that's challenging. There
1: is a lot that ONC is trying to focus on, but the, the 21st Century Cures Act actually defines what information blocking is, and you know, particularly information is broadly defined as a practice that is likely to interfere with prevent, or materially discourage access, exchange, or use of electronic health information. And if that practice is known by a developer, an exchange, a network, a provider, being likely to interfere with, prevent, or materially discourage the access and exchange or use of electronic health information. So fortunately, you know, as part of the rulemaking activity, Congress did define what information blocking is, but what Congress has asked ONC to do through its rulemaking activities is to define the exceptions okay. to what information blocking is or when it's okay for information not to be shared for you know a particular purpose or maybe there's an existing law that requires an organization to meet some conditions before information is shared. So a lot of our work is being informed by ONC's previous report to Congress on information blocking, the public gathering. I mentioned earlier about the health IT feedback form on ONC's website, healthit.gov, as well as comments that many of ONC staff, you know, we hear directly when meeting with clinicians and other providers as well as coordinating with the Trusted Exchange Framework activities. So I would say stay tuned um, for when the proposed regulation about the exceptions to information blocking is released later this year.
0: Okay. And one of the things I wanted to to address about the uh, TEF is the proposal for, for breach notification requirements, for breaches to be reported within 15 days, and there, there have been some people who believe that that's too difficult, especially for, you know, really complex systems, and how is that something that you will be addressed
1: Great question. And, and what I can share is that ONC did ask the health IT community and stakeholders to tell us what they think about the components of the draft trusted exchange framework. So, this, you know, as I mentioned, including solicitation input from the public. So, we're just now beginning to review the public comments. And ONC is also sharing comments related to privacy and security. In this case, you know, breach notification would, would fall under that with the HHS Office for Civil Rights and working closely with them as well as our federal partners as ONC drafts and release the final trust exchange framework.
0: Mm-hmm. It's one of those issues that I imagine is just really complex because there's so many different factors that, that go into this. And, of course, you know, patient safety is the biggest priority, but, but there are just so many components
1: Right, right. And, and we've heard in this area as well as other areas, I mean, we are aware that there's state law um, requirements as well related to, to breach notification as well. So I know that you know, there's a lot of interest in this area.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.